The Unintentional Porn Star, Season 3, Bigger Than Me. Here we go. Testing, testing, testing. (laughs) All right. I feel like it was just too much. Oh, I like looking at myself. Here, wait, let's just... You can put the webcam up. This episode is brought to you by Emma (laughs) Grubb. Is it actually? <laughs> no. Oh, I mean, it can be. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't think so, but okay. Well, I mean, we, we have Emma here with us today. Hello, Emma. Hello. Um, so this is a special, beautiful human being. We met at a coffee shop. Did we meet at the coffee I'm shop? I'm literally just trying to think now. When is the first time we met? No, we met on Zoom. Oh, a year oh ago. My God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we like found each other through Instagram or oh podcasting. Oh my god! And then I, it was peak like peak lockdown. So I was like, "Can I? This might be weird, but <laughs> do you want to talk on Zoom?" And then we talked for like an hour, and then we oh just kept god. running into each other. I think that is so yes, that's so funny. And I think the first time we had clicked hello on our Zoom meeting. We just were like, yeah, this is pretty cool. We like each other. <laughs> oh, totally. I knew that from like before. I was no, you know, yeah. you know what? What? There was a Kings of Hearts event. You were at a Kings of yes. Hearts event. I think we DM'd each other on Instagram. And then I was like, let's talk on Zoom. Yes. And then we realized how close we lived to one another. And then, yeah. yeah. So I also just want to point out that we're wearing matching t-shirts. So Emma showed up at my house wearing this like fucking, what is it? Harley Davidson. Oh, I also have a Harley Davidson t-shirt, but I put on an Iron Maiden. We like look the same. We will be posting pictures. You can look back on our like Instagram or something, or maybe our stories on Instagram and see how cool we are. And also our hair is parted in the middle in its curve. And we got hoops. Oh my God, we have gold <laughs> hoops. Oh, we're so cool. Um, So I wanted to bring Emma here today to kind of talk about a few things. I had something come up even this morning that I would love to just touch base on. Um, You know, we are two creative people. There are many creative people in this world. And I feel like being a creative as well as I would call you a free spirit, I would consider myself that as well. I feel like there are a lot of um, challenges and also really great things that come from being in this creative environment and at the same time we are also entrepreneurs um so it's a mix of uh from my perspective it's almost like unpredictability in a sense which is like for me predictability (laughs) and um, yeah I thought it's actually like the only predictable thing is the chaos and the the change I feel like yes and so I feel like you know lately I have I mean I'm moving And I know that you are going to be moving and you've moved very recently. Um, But for me, it's like uh, the narrative that's coming back to me within all of this is like, are, you know, do you have everything planned out? And I'm like, well, no. And it's it's okay. Anyways, we were talking about that earlier. And I just wanted today to kind of touch base on what it's like being a creative entrepreneur and a bit of a free spirit. And the reason this ties in to the unintentional porn star for me is that this whole campaign, all of these campaigns, this whole project for me has been like kind of on a whim, on a creative whim. And every every day, every season is just something that's so different. And I find it sometimes hard to connect with people on that level. And it's so special for me with you and a few other people as well 
to really connect on that. So I kind of wanted to talk about that today and, and relate and have comfort for anybody else that feels similarly and that maybe you don't fit in sometimes. And that's great. Um, but yeah, like what's your experience within your life and being a creative entrepreneur and free spirit. Oh my gosh, we didn't even introduce you. So like, what's mm. your, you know, what's your spiel? What, like, what do you feel within being this creative person? And this is just a great open, honest conversation. Cool. Yeah. Um, so I always say as cheesy as it might sound now, because I say it all the time, but I'm an innately curious person. Mm-hmm. Like that is the foundation of who I am. Um, I'm passionate about connecting with other people and having conversations like this this isn't weird to me. This Mm -hmm. isn't just for a podcast. And I know it's the same with you. And so that's why I was so excited to hang out with you today Mm -hmm. and to just continue our conversations. And so that resulted in me creating a specific space to be able to have these conversations. So I have a podcast. I'm, and as the past two years have gone on, I've been exposed to so many other elements of podcasting, other, other podcasts. And I've realized I have a really weird passion for podcasting mm. like yes. like <laughs> yeah. so that's like a little bit about about a, like as broad as that can be um about me um the curious one podcast yeah, i'll put a link podcast. in the Thank you. in the comment in the or whatever this like yeah the yes. information session i'll put a link there Thank you. um <laughs> and then did you want me to touch on that the 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 first question there about just kind of my experience yeah I guess like you even kind of touched on it a bit but if you want to elaborate more you know like this is something that's so normal to you Mm -hmm. and I do resonate with that but I guess within your free spirit do you have any sort of like what are your challenges that come up is there challenge within the people that um, are around you or within like society or you know I think just in general for me I'm I'm craving this sort of connection in what's it like for you being this beautiful free entrepreneurial creative spirit and like what sort of yeah what's what what does it feel like for you like does it feel amazing is it easy like what's it like for you I guess (laughs) yeah I think if anything um you feel everything actually (laughs) you know you you feel you feel the highs of highs you feel so alive you feel so in alignment um often I, f- I say like I feel like I'm on drugs mm. and I'm not it mm-hmm. just just from looking at the snow but that mm. that that's what I mean is like you have these day-to-day instances because you're trying to set your life up in a way and you live live your life in such a way that you're open to seeing it it's snowed today right so mm-hmm. seeing the the glitter on the snow in the yes. morning right I, I know you know that <laughs> I was I know literally at my house being like it's so beautiful I love this. I, I see you on your walks. We've had these conversations. But I think that's for me, that's resulted in me moving away from certain things that I know kind of inhibit that part of my life. This curiosity, mm. this flow, this divine feminine energy, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, that I'm always trying. It, that's one of the biggest obstacles is trying to balance like the masculine feminine of mm-hmm. logic and structure and get shit done yeah. to creativity flow. Um, but one thing I'll just quickly add there too. I think one of the biggest struggles, again, it's a catch 22 that I'm facing right now is the unknown. Mm. Cause to me, the unknown is so fucking exciting. Mm-hmm. It leaves um, space for things to manifest, things to blossom that I don't even know exist yet. Mm, right. But at the same time, scary. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Is that what you were gonna say? Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and I guess like these past six months too have just been so many mm. changes um, that I'm kind of waiting. Like I, I almost am like, okay, maybe I just need a moment to regroup. Mm. But I'm, I'm in the thick of it. So right. yeah. It sounds like, it sounds to me that 
it's almost like you're constantly tapping into your intuition mm. within each moment. Please tell me if mm-hmm. I'm off. You know, it's like with life, there's presence there as well the fact that you know we can look at the snow or you can look at the snow and find its beauty a lot of people say to me at least like oh wow that's so special I'm like what do you mean that's special that's this is life like this is the magic of life and I think pardon me I think that embracing the unknown embracing your own intuitive callings kind of aligns you a little bit more and it allows for space amongst chaos in life that we all experience regardless of who we are and it just creates space for this like beauty and this like blissful joy that you're like I'm a fucking kid or a puppy right now (laughs) and I feel so good um but I think that you know with you talking about masculine feminine I've been talking about that a lot and I had a really interesting conversation with um one of my friends Knox and also another conversation with another friend Pat about um, kind of not eliminating that's a, that's a very strong word but molding between the masculine feminine almost eliminating the the terms and just like allowing ourselves to come forward as our beautiful selves in every moment regardless of whether we want to label it masculine feminine and I think that you know I I also have been on this journey of masculine feminine for so long and then lately I've kind of been like wait a minute I see this rainbow you know Mm. whether it's the LGBTQ plus community um which I don't know if I'm a part of technically I'm definitely in um, an alliance or something but like to me it's like this blend of creative energy of of spontaneity of trusting your intuition of leaning into moments as they happen and I think that I tried with campaign three, which is like just finished on Instagram. I tried to create a schedule. Mm. I was told by uh, many people, which like is beautiful and it's, and it's right. Algorithm, algorithm, (laughs) you know, post um, regularly and have things planned out. And so guess what I did? I did that. I had zero zest for life during that campaign. I think it's the most unhappy I've been inside during that and so now I'm back craving this kind which is so funny now that we're here together of course but like now I'm craving this sort of like adventure again in my life and being like you know what fuck the algorithm like fuck that and I found looking at my stats my unpredictability because that's who I am was what gripped people more Mm. I have had less listens this time around than I have in my previous two seasons and that's fine like sometimes there's ebbs and flows and I recognize that it's not personal whatever but I was like I wonder if it's because I haven't been honoring myself in business honoring myself in how I'm showing up online and so now I'm actually trying to create more chaos Mm. in (laughs) my like how I'm moving forward more because I don't know and like that to me that's the zest of life is like this spontaneity um okay so I want to talk to you a little bit about like moving and the free spirit that way um I definitely you know I know you have a partner and you two have found each other within the spontaneity within this like adventure and freedom and that is like something that I'm like, oh, preach, like no rush for a partner, but like that's the way it's got to be. And a lot of people don't understand that. So within your life and relationship, like I guess it just seems so easy to maybe, and that's my perception and total like um, pro- projection onto you. But like what's it like 
I guess, jumping locations and um, being supported with someone in doing that? Like, what does that feel like for you? Mm. Hmm. That's, a, that's a cool question. Hmm. Um, well, I think for a tiny bit of context, we did, my partner is from England and I'm from Canada and we met in, can I swear? You bet. Okay. We met in buttfuck nowhere, Australia, picking uh-huh. eggplants. So we <laughs> met in such a like weird, <laughs> yeah, picking eggplants. And so um, we met in that context and we both have for the past, I've been trying for five years, him, it's been a couple years trying to build our lives so that we can move around and like mm-hmm. kind of live our lives through sh- slow travel and mm-hmm. live in other countries. So that's mm-hmm. always been our mutual end goal. Um but I really think when it comes down to me recently moving and us being apart um, is we both know that our individual number one value and priority is growth. Mm-hmm. And so he could see that that opportunity would be such a growing experience. And so just as he feels for me, I feel the exact same way to him. It's like you, we put ourselves first in the relationship, right? right? And, yeah. the, and, and, and obviously, like, we still prioritize the other person and things like that. But... Um, I need to put myself first there. It's going to help mm-hmm. me grow. And so he supports me in that. And, and in, in turn, that, that feeds into the, the relationship. I find a lot of people sometimes get maybe like bitter or um, they have like short attention span with their mm-hmm. partner. And I feel like sometimes it can be a little bit of resentment of mm-hmm. of them holding them back. Right. Or the relationship feeling as though it's holding them back. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I was watching this um, on, on moving on to that, like holding back feeling. I was watching this sex expert on TikTok and I like just locked into her and she's married and and she's in a um, beautiful open marriage Mm. and it's just so interesting I think like even in general talking about partnership or marriage or whatever it's like I think the key to being whoever you are but especially being like um, within our scenario because that's what we can speak on being like a creative um, free spirit is like you just have to find the support that supports you mm. and vice versa. And mm-hmm. you don't have to be the same. Um, you're very lucky. I would, well, not lucky, but like you have aligned so well with your partner, which is so mm-hmm. beautiful. I've met him. He's amazing. They're so cute together. <laughs> just like always working, like yeah, side by side, just like working. <laughs> so good. I love that. But it's like, it's key in life, I think, to find people that are aligned with you. Mm. And going one step further it's also I've been working a lot on target market and you know who is that right and and how can I reach more people that need to hear the story and I'm realizing that this alignment with people this alignment with self this alignment with like immediate and for it goes into business where you you have to um it's nice to (laughs) I don't know how to say this properly, but it's like, it's nice to find, or you have to find basically people that are in alignment with what you're talking about. Because for my, um, my context or my subject, the unintentional porn star, it's very polarizing, mm-hmm. right? And it's something that not a lot of people want to talk about. And I think the great thing about your podcast is that you enter in with such curiosity. And on top of that, I would say like compassion mm. for people and, you have also interviewed so many different people with so many different ranges of like personalities and um, lives and things like that, which I think is so special. And you are so special for doing that. And within your curiosity, like 
how do you link up with these people or how do you connect with people further than your immediate circle within Mm. like who you are in a sense like how does that happen for you or what do you do to find these aligned people in your life in big and small ways Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I completely agree with you of like finding those people not only with yourself with your um other business people but also who you're speaking to and that's that's what I'm like through time I'll find that I'm still kind of figuring that out and I'm not rushing that but like you're definitely anyways so it's like I think that's awesome that you're like yeah you you want to speak to your people um Mm -hmm. but for me finding my tribe is like Mm -hmm. I guess you could say Mm -hmm. like it's completely changed my life Mm -hmm. and I think it really started with myself and for a really long time it was a solo journey I was a lone wolf independence was key like and I I didn't have any friends growing up and I spent a lot of time alone and then um I remember when I was 19 I went through this breakup and it really just set me inside and that was when like I had my quote-unquote awakening almost you know Mm -hmm. and I just really sat with myself and I started asking myself questions of like what are my values Mm -hmm. if I like how do I want to live my life like even deeper questions than that that's when it really started this curiosity so it started with myself and then once I got clear on that it was quite easy to know when someone entered my vicinity if they were my meant for me right and that seems like that's now because you are um you know you've been practicing being self-aware and so self-aligned for so long that it seems if I'm correct that the outside world the market who are you working with it it's happening because of this work that you've been doing (laughs) hey hey I just like thought of something so I want to touch on this awakening that you're talking about um, it's something that you went through this at 19. There's no timeline. I'm literally just going through this in a different way. I mean, over the last year and a half, but like now, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm still exercising and practicing that. And I think that, um, within some of the work that I do, um, there's workshops that are coming up where we're helping people step into this work and it's work these awakenings or whatever you want to call them and and you know it's their own journey we can't put people Mm -hmm. through it but like you have to choose it anyways within the self-development world and this like spiritual awakening or this awakening I don't know if you even term it spiritual like I kind of want to talk about what that's been like for you it happened so long ago and yet are you still practicing it you Mm. know like (laughs) what's it been like for you because yeah so many people are scared of it and it can be scary but like, tell me, tell us a little bit about yeah. your journey. Yeah, let me, I, I'm glad we're expanding on this because, okay, so at 19, my dad gave me the book, um, The Voice of Knowledge. Yes. Do you want me to keep going? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, no, <laughs> okay. Um, he gave me the book, The Voice of Knowledge. I remember I like briefly read it, whatever. And then I like read it and it clicked, you know, mm. like I, I waited a couple months and then I started again from the beginning and it was like an entirely different book. Wow. And so from there, I just started reading a bunch of books. The thing was, was five years ago, I started reading these books, though. I started gaining these tools, doing the habits, doing the morning routines. But a lot of it was really surface mm-hmm. and I would do all this stuff right mm-hmm. but I was almost I think sometimes using it as a crutch maybe in a way mm-hmm. and it hasn't been for probably specifically the last year maybe year and a half um where I've like 
actually sat in some of my shit oh covid maybe just kidding. yeah I don't, you know what, <laughs> what i think gift? i think a huge thing was was i lived on my own for the first time and like cultivated ah, yeah. this space where i could like ugly cry and yes. like naked on my couch and, yes. and i didn't have to worry whereas i always had people around yes. i had roommates i had a partner and so um as cliche as it is like i really started getting actually curious mm. about these narratives I had these emotions these feelings I had and I'm still in the thick of it I think it's a I think it's a journey we have our whole lives um but it was a completely different experience for those first three years and then to these mm. last two it's been so uncomfortable yeah. and oftentimes I didn't acknowledge things out of fear but now that I've sat in them and expressed them or looked in it um it is not as scary as I thought it was you know do you find that now that you've gone through these scary moments and you've sat with yourself and you've you know found your support system your community like do you find that it's um as scary and that it's like worth it Mm, 100% worth it and it actually is like a domino effect I think Mm. it's actually the scariest at the beginning a huge part of it actually started with um you were saying talking about me and my partner and I and how you perceive it and I will be honest it is the most amazing it's changed my life meeting Anthony Mm. and and I I used to feel really uncomfortable saying like it's a fucking amazing relationship but I don't anymore because I think more people need to talk about like healthy love oh my god yeah (laughs) I was like I don't understand how to love I was listening to like Alicia Keys and Whitney Houston being like oh this is what I grew up on (laughs) yeah like I think we just at least for me growing up I never saw a relationship like what I have and then I really at that kind of first awakening I started looking for people that might be living in alternative relationship dynamics or Mm. do you know what I mean is like Mm -hmm. if the conventional doesn't work for you there's alternatives and I don't mean extremes like you don't need to be poly you don't need to like whatever I just mean but yeah you you could totally but I'm just saying it doesn't have to be like this other extreme yeah and like so there was that where was I going back to this we talked about like that oh okay so you yes yes so like and I think healthy like if you're a healthy person you still get Mm -hmm. sick you still have moments of you're tired whatever and so like relationships are like that too yes but um the thing that was really pivotal for me was learning about my attachment style Mm -hmm. like people are gonna think that I'm sponsored by attached because like (laughs) that book but it's it learning about my attachment style just completely changed the game and my partner and I had faced a lot of obstacles because of it and it wasn't until I sat in like why am I avoidant? Like mm-hmm. what experiences have I had that, that made me feel this way and sitting with like my inner child and yes. acknowledging like the roots of these feelings, which yes. was fucking uncomfortable yeah. and still expressing them to my partner. Like it's been however long and it's like a rebirth. Yeah. <laughs> There's a snowblower going on right now and it's kind of hilarious, but we're just Canada. Cause it, yeah, yeah, exactly. 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 <laughs> oh, um, which is so beautiful. And like, within that relationship dynamic like that to me had to stem from your own inner work your own curiosity within yourself your own like um courage and compassion for yourself to be able to stand in that to be able to want to research more to be able to like upheave your freaking triggers and understand them Mm -hmm. and I think one thing that I notice like I'm in the work I'm in it forever I love it I think it's been the most um a joining experience for myself right like does that work there whatever it works for me but it's just I just feel so um I feel so like aligned that's not even the right word I feel like I'm like 
in a sphere of myself, like no matter what comes, mm-hmm. no matter what happens. And so it's worth it. <laughs> and I think that for me at this point, I am still, um, how do I say this? I'm still losing a lot and like shedding a lot and redefining my relationships. I understand my attachment style and yet I find like, of course, I'm, no one's going to be perfect ever. It's always a lifelong thing, but like I'm still discovering that. I'm still defining what my boundaries are, who I want in my life. And, and, and this stuff includes a lot of loss and a lot of gain, but I think where I'm at and with the people that I'm, I don't know if I'm like shedding them fully, but like I'm trying to create more boundaries with is people that um, say things like, I'm happy. I don't need to do the work. Mm. And I'm going, oh, I wasn't trying to say you weren't happy. You know, to do this sort of internal work, you don't have to get to a low point. That happens a lot. Mm. A lot of times when people are completely lost, including myself, um, when you're completely lost, when something, you had your heartbreak, you know, when something happens, like sometimes it can shift people. And yet I want to encourage people in this conversation too, that you don't have to have some, you don't have to wait for something tragic to happen. You don't have to wait for the universe to keep giving you something louder and louder and louder till it fucking smacks you on the floor and you can't fucking move. You know, like you can start this work now, even if you consider yourself a happy person. And then I go, let me know what you think about this. Then I go, well, who am I to say that this work even means, like, to me, because it's so essential to me. To me, because it's the only thing that really, truly, aside from dance, I would say that makes me feel, like, connected to life and understand meaning even when I don't understand it. And so I have this, this bias or this prejudice, potentially, that if you don't do the work, you're not going to enjoy life. And I'm like, that's fucking rude, Rebecca. Like, that's really rude. But then all these people around me, including yourself that I meet, I'm so inspired by. And I see the vibrancy and the color in the eyes. Like, I see I see their light and their enjoyment for life. And then I watch these people that my perceptions say they're happy. But then, like, the next day they come and they're like, I'm so depressed and I hate my job. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know. I What do you think about this self-development route and also I don't know like not self-development route what's the other route there's a million Mm. other routes but like my perceptions that self-development is like a very big answer for me and it's something that I want to do forever like how do I word this do you feel that I guess because I don't want to like put any like prejudice conversation onto you or like put things into your your way of like whatever but like has it not saved your life like I don't know how do you feel about it like is it something that you could live without or that you would choose to go back Um, from no and it's kind of funny because I think we're using self-development as like a huge blanket term right now okay right I don't know I'm like no like I (laughs) it's okay like let me I think that there's things that individuals experience on their own by themselves that is such a beautiful thing and like that to me is like you're connected to source you're in alignment or like your spiritual journey whatever you want to call it connecting to god source whatever um and when you're able to experience that with yourself it's it's groundbreaking and it's Mm -hmm. the most um addictive feeling in the world Mm -hmm. and to get there is through things such as self-development through meditation through 
therapy, through women's circles, whatever you want to use, right? Right. And to me, I'm the same as you. I'm like, this is the foundation of life is I want to remove all these barriers to me feeling this. And then it's been a mind boggling experience to be able to feel that presence with other people. You know? Yeah. It's like you can see it's the light in me sees the light in you. Like that is what it is. And it's it just grows and grows and the the obsession almost becomes stronger. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I agree. I I, if I'm if I'm grasping correctly, I'm the same. I'm like, I wanna shake people, like, come on, how do you not like come on, let's let's sit in this. Yeah, Yeah. like let's sit in this trauma, let's work through it and like let's let's let let's live a free life, like in every sense of the term. Mm -hmm. Um it's something I actually really struggle with because I don't want to get preachy, you know? Like, I don't want right. to tell people. And I've done that so many times. Like, I think when yeah. you start and you get so excited about it, you exactly. want to do it because you're seeing such results. You don't have like, bad oh, intent. Shoot, I'm definitely pushing my shit on these people. Yeah. <laughs> Go do your life the way you want to. Sorry, bud. Like, or mm-hmm. sorry, babe. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I truly... It's so interesting because I've been really toying with that idea in my brain lately. Um because doing this work is separating me from some people and I and I want to like Mm -hmm. it's a conscious choice now because not that they're not amazing not that they're not enjoying their lives but it's just like I can that connection if that deep connection isn't there with someone even on like a go like go for coffee or see someone in person or connect with a fucking dog it's like if that connection's not there I'm I'm like I don't know. I don't feel, I don't feel good. Mm -hmm. Like I don't feel seen. I don't know if they understand how to see here and love people. And yeah, I, I struggle because I, I usually in life, I try to keep this open mind of all sides and I want to, um, understand people that, Oh my God, you can do this. I want to understand and love and give, pure love towards people that um don't have the same level of like verbiage or understanding of like consciousness or self-love or something like that like I want to love that I want to support that because we're all here and we are also important in life and yet like it's I could almost cry like it's sad because then I'm like well if I can't connect to you are you connecting to yourself like are you actually happy and I think that's a huge um, projection of mine. Mm. But then I find the conversations with people that do the work feel similarly. So mm-hmm. <sighs> I think I just need a second with this. And if you have anything, pipe up. Mm-hmm. But it's just like such a – it's a polarizing experience as well as being the unintentional porn star. And I think too for me in this journey, I just want to be seen, heard, and loved. And, and as I'm growing into myself more, sometimes I feel that that's a big contradiction for people. And it's like really like it's really repelling. And I want to be like, can't you love me too as I'm growing? Mm. You know, like if I'm trying to hold space for you, can it not be brought back? And then I'm like, well, maybe you don't understand that. And then and then in my I spin. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think like, I don't even know where I'm going with this or what I'm asking. I think it's just like a sense of connection is Mm -hmm. what I'm craving too within this conversation and an understanding for myself and maybe some listeners that, you know, sometimes stepping into the work can be the scariest 
part, which is what my um, business partner and I are trying to actually like help people with. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we're so excited by the way. I'll tell you about it later, but, and I'll drop shit in the chat as well, but like, or the fucking information, but I just like, okay, here we are. (sighs) I want everyone to do this. I want everyone to love themselves deeply. And I guess even from viewers and listeners, if they do not blanket the term or doing they're not doing the self-work like are you truly happy you know and I just that's something that I just want to put out there you Mm -hmm. know is everyone feeling truly happy and not that not to say that when you do the work you're always like happy and it's always butterflies fuck no it's the realest shit that's ever existed in my life it's just like I don't know I just want people to feel fucking happy and embrace who they are and I think like even talking with someone like yourself for me is very comforting because Mm -hmm. I am a free spirit and I've always been told either like I'm too much or I'm too flighty or I'm too unpredictable and I'm like well but that's my safety that's Mm. that's my joy and I just don't want to be judged for and it's so nice to be here with you talking about this and connecting on all of these aspects because um it just feels so freeing to Mm -hmm. and I think for anybody like we have to find our community Mm -hmm. we have to find our people And just because, you know, either myself or you or whatever, I won't speak for you, but just because I don't mesh with everyone doesn't mean that I'm wrong or they're wrong. Mm -hmm. It's just like, can we not hold space for each other? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. And I just think from, from you, if pipe up if you ever want, but like witnessing you and getting to know you more, I think you've done a killer fucking job creating this space for yourself to exist as yourself and I think that we both look up to each other I would say and it's just that's that's relation to me Mm. that's connection to me is looking at each other being like fuck you're so fucking cool like can I learn from you (laughs) and like vice versa (laughs) oh god I love it thank (sighs) you um can I add something I don't want to cut you off um for days (laughs) (laughs) I feel at least for me, as I've gone along this journey and I've learned some things and I now have vocabulary for certain things mm-hmm. that I've been feeling or I have some sort of validation of like, it's okay to feel that way. It's yeah. okay to be quote unquote too much according to society. Oh, it's okay huh. to whatever fill in the blank. I think the reason sometimes I, I, I think the reason sometimes I get so, I want to tell the world this is because I think about me at 19 mm-hmm. and I... I would have wished that someone told me about certain things. And Mm -hmm. so we don't have ill intent by like wanting to share it with people. And I I also think that like we do need to share it with people. Mm -hmm. We need to share about our experiences and and what we've learned. Because when I think about me and like the journey that I still continue to be on, but the people I've learned the most from, it's from them sharing about their experience. Mm -hmm. Right. And if they didn't do that, then I wouldn't have been aware of things and began to get curious about it. Mm -hmm. And try and move towards healing that too yeah but go ahead no it was a joke oh keep going okay (laughs) (laughs) and and i don't know if i'm i'm grasping right and maybe i'm just summarizing just to make sure i'm understanding but i think it really at least for me my life began to change when i really built the relationship with myself Mm -hmm. and for me it started really on the surface it started really just writing out in the masculine like what are my values um 
just I would write quotes in a journal because I was too scared to actually journal and things like that. And I mm-hmm. slowly over time slowly picked away. And then I honestly I always remember one night I smoked a joint and I had a shower and I was listening to music and I met myself like in wow. a in a in a way and, and like there's definitely some experiences that you can um like psychedelics and stuff? yeah for that sure. you can for yeah. sure facilitate that experience yeah. um yeah. but you don't always need that if you're not comfortable with that no, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you can definitely um yeah it's just it i really think that it begins with me and even for example yesterday i'm in this amazing woman's circle and it is the highlight of my week Aww. like honestly and i just feel so open there and i was there last night and if i'm completely honest i just felt like i had this huge wall up and it's because mm. the past four days i've been super extroverted i haven't had time to mm. be with myself and so it really starts with you and your connection with yourself and that's how you can connect with other people so i think it's hard sometimes when you meet someone and you're trying to experience this presence with them because mm-hmm. they don't think they've met it with themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think it's beautiful that you want to help people to feel that, that because it's, it's, a, it's the, to me, it's accessible. Like to me, it is the most important thing in life. And the thing is, is it is the only thing that we all have access to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whoa, I got a shiver. <laughs> I love when that happens. <laughs> And it's a choice. And I think like even listening to you speak, you know, I used to kind of judge where people were at and try to make them be somewhere mm-hmm. in their journey. Whereas like where everybody's at right now is perfect. You mm-hmm. know, if somebody is just doing the quotes, I've, I did that when I was a kid. I mean, if I, I have like pillow quotes, like <laughs> forgot, forgot things. anyways, and it's like, I think that if like for me, at least releasing the judgment and allowing people to sit exactly where they are is also a part of the work, mm-hmm. right? It's like a part of your own inner work of like, okay, I'm comfortable with myself no matter what I'm receiving back or what I'm not receiving back. And that like I, you know, with people, I'm like, I love you. You know, I just like, if I want that back, I have to give that back to people wherever they're at and whatever mm-hmm. they're doing and whoever they are. I mean, some people are fucking assholes, but like I struggle with that because I want to see the love in everyone. I'm watching mm-hmm. New Girl right now again and I'm like, which is kind of toxic, not going to lie. But it's I'm so like, good I know, <laughs> and I'm like relating, be like, but I just want to love everyone. He fucking like murdered someone. You're like, but I just like, maybe they're hurt. <laughs> Anyways. Um, oh yeah, my joke, by the way, was going to be like, have you linked up with Jonathan Van Ness? This is like the first thing that came to my mind because your podcast is the curious one and he has like, what's it called? The cure something. Getting curious with Jonathan. Oh, from Reddit. Queer Eye? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my goodness. I was like, he's a show up, now. Link up. Oh yeah. Future. Future. Yeah. If you're listening, <laughs> Jonathan, we've got a gal for you here. <laughs> I, know, I know. I'm anything curious. I'm like, I'm a hope for it. I love it. <laughs> I'll, I'll pitch you. Perfect. Um, I'm just taking a peek at my notes here. I think we like covered so many things. I think though, you know, I, I like to move with where the conversation goes and this has just been so beautiful in terms of um, kind of covering what, wh- what would you call it? Not self-development. What do you call it? Like inner work or like? Uh, I call it my spiritual journey, but journey. Um, yeah. you can call it what you right. I know. It's, I think. Spiritual journey, like whenever yeah, I'm yeah. It. Yeah. Um, but definitely I've used self-development before totally yeah Yeah. and it is just like one step Mm -hmm. and um but I think it's just like we've covered a lot um in terms of what it can look like what it can feel like is it something that's worth trying like I think as an advocate for self-development and spiritual growth whatever you want to call it like I just want people to know that they're like safe here they're safe listening um 
there's you can please listen to Emma's podcast, The Curious One, and like get curious. <laughs> get curious. Damn it, I can I use that anymore? Get curious <laughs> with her. You know, and like I think just like curiosity is such a great place to start. And um also you can join there's workshops that my life uh, life coach counselor, now my business partner, and I have created where we're literally doing a free workshop to help people step into the work. Like, how do you set up your home for self-development? How do you set up yourself? Like, how do you set up for this fucking work that's scary? Mm-hmm. And then we have stuff to help them, like, move along later into, like, actually doing the work online. It's super cool. I'm super excited. Holy shit. Yeah. Put that in the, in the link below. But I want to thank you, Emma, for being here and kind of sharing this experience in a very, like, open way. And I think that within our conversation of, like, being free spirit, I think that's more aligned with, like, maybe who we are. And if someone else fucking feels great about this, like, please reach out because I know I felt lost and can still mm-hmm. feel lost as someone who maybe, in quotations, doesn't fit into society sometimes. Um, and if you could leave this audience Mm -hmm. with like one piece of advice or one like word saying take your time there's zero rush okay I'm gonna this is like I'll I'll probably leave and think of a hundred (laughs) ones that's what always happens with these you know what I mean yeah um but I'll probably just say the one thing that uh my dad always said to me and it's always in my mind and it's just question everything Mm. and I take that in into account in all areas of my life not Mm. just the world not just whatever it's narratives I have in my head um feelings why am I feeling this way in this person's presence Mm. or um where did that thought come from right Mm. um because I think curiosity I think a huge reason why I resonate with it is I view it as a neutral experience. Mm. And so um, it's neither good nor bad. And so when you get curious of, oh, I don't, that's an interesting thought pattern. Like, where did that come from? Okay, cool. I used to have a lot of judgment, a lot of shame, a lot of guilt. Whereas if I'm just curious about it, it's like, cool. All right. It's just, you know, you just accept it. And so um, I would just say question, question everything. Like, for real. <laughs> oh my god so it's all over tiktok where they're like yeah what do they do like or something like i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so good i mean this thank you for flowing with this conversation thank you um, i mean we had some ideas but i think we just went everywhere and i think it was beautiful and um yeah please check out emma she's just incredible and um Thank you so much. Thank you for ha- having me and and for creating this space and this conversation. I'm I'm so grateful. Yay. Highlight of my day. Yay! <laughs> to many more. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, for more information and to sign up for email updates, please visit my website, RebeccaReinhardt.com. That is R-E-B-E-C-C-A-R-E-I-N-H-A-R-T dot com. And you can also visit me on Instagram. I like to talk to people there. It's at Rebecca Reinhardt. Same spelling. And with all of that, we'll see you soon.